welcome to Dream It, Dare It, Do It, Live the Life You Want. I'm Jasmine, your host, direct from Quebec, Canada, Laval, in a pretty gray day today outside, but that's okay. Um, and I want to thank you all, first of all, for listening in. If this is your first listen, this occurred to me. If this is your first listen, we're not going to give you any information here. <laughs> we're actually just having a conversation and it's all about having a good feeling. And the guest, my guest today is Danielle Hogan. Hi, Danielle. Hi, Jasmine. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm good, thanks. So everyone listening, I've invited Danielle because I know she got the feeling <laughs> and um, we are we are part of this group called Song Share. You guys have heard about it. <laughs> you guys have heard about it in uh, the podcast in the past. So Danielle is fairly recent. How long has it been since you've been with us? Song Share? Hmm. About May? Maybe the end of May? Yeah. So it's almost a yeah. year already. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I know. It goes so fast. It's like crazy. So uh, Danielle is one of the one of the newest, but she's like she's recruiting a whole bunch of people to come <laughs> to come to Songshare, and that's how we met. And um, she also knows Rob, who was just on the episode on on the podcast last week, I think, or the week before. And um, and she's. Looking into this conversation, she's looking into this direction also of the three principles. Um, and really, you know, we love the words, <laughs> the three principles, it's our mind, thought, consciousness. But the, the fact of the matter is, it's, it's just about being in a good feeling and being like, I've lived my life, most of my life thinking it has to be hard for it to be valuable. And I've discovered that that's not true. And it's because of this understanding that I've been looking into since 2011, you know. And so I'm asking Danielle, are you living the life you want? Look at the big charge question. Are you, so obviously, Danielle, I mean, I'm the, the podcast is about living the life. It, like, I really love living the life that you want and not living the life that you think you want, but to live the, live the life that you truly want that makes your heart sing. So is your heart singing, Danielle? It is. Um it's interesting because I was resonating with what you said about you always thought living a meaningful life had to be hard. Mm. And I mean, that's what I thought. It was always, I have to achieve this. I have to do this. I have to fit in this box for this person or that person and not really going after what I want or, um, or being who I wanted to be versus being what I thought everybody else wanted me to be. And 
it's been a real freeing experience to start living the life that you want, you know? Um, I must admit in the beginning, um, there was some hesitancy. <laughs> like, okay, do I really wanna live the life that I want? What if I do this and everything fails? Or what if I, you know, but um, I've loved going after what I really want. And first I had to figure out what I wanted because I never really had thought about it. I realized that all this time I was doing what everybody else wanted and what they thought of me. And although it's an ongoing process, it's becoming more second nature to me to live the life that I want. And it's okay if people don't agree with it, you know? So let me, let me ask you, uh, well, first of all, um, I want to, I, I would like you to introduce yourself to the people just because I just jumped right in. But if you can just tell people where you're from, maybe where you're from, what you're up to right now. All right. Absolutely. So I'm from Atlanta, Georgia. Mm. Uh, I've been there since I didn't I even know that. Yeah, I was there since I was three. So all my family, they're, they're in Atlanta. Um, currently, I live in Florida, though. Okay. Maybe about an hour and a half from Orlando, um, that Melbourne, Florida area, Cocoa Beach area. They call it the Space Coast area. Okay. And um, if I think about all the labels I wear, that's what I call them. I'm a wife. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a mother, you know, daughter, sister. But at the heart of everything, I've just found out that I'm love. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I'm just created from love. And it's important for me to live in that and to, to be that and to share that with others. Listen, and I, I totally get you because, because I really truly believe that too. I truly believe that I am love first and foremost, but let me ask you, what do you, what, what do you like, if you had to describe what love was, what, what is it to you? For me, it's love of self. It's honoring myself. It's being true to myself. It's taking care of myself. And that's been a hard one for me. Mm. <laughs> but I'm getting better. I'm getting yeah. better. I'm not exactly where I should be yet, but I'm getting better. Um, it's knowing that I'm enough. Mm. Yeah. And everybody... Like the more I look into this direction of we are love, we are made of love, the way that I see it, and I'm going to just share my, my, my perspective on it. I think that when we were first born, you know, we were just this pure ball of energy. Like I look at my dog and I think my dog is just like, She's just a ball of love on legs, <laughs> you know, going around. And, and then, and then we had thinking, we got thinking, we got, we got, we, we, we were afraid of something. And then we made up something like, you know, to protect ourselves because we were going to get hurt or something like that. And then, and then something else happened. And then, and then we covered that up you know, on top of that and on top of that. And then, and then you turn 50 and all of a sudden you're like, wait, where the heck am I under all of this? <laughs> where, where did I go? You know? And what I love about this understanding is that I'm able to now detach 
from the thinking, you know, detach from what I made up at a certain time in my life where I was afraid, I was vulnerable, I was um, weak. I don't like the word weak, but I was, you know, in a, in a place where I couldn't handle whatever was coming and I had to create stuff on top of it. And I think that this understanding and that I'm, that's what I'm, I'm wondering if that's your experience too. It's like at one point you see something and you kind of go, wait, I don't need to do that no more. And just like, you kind of like toss it. You're like, what? wait, what did I just do there? And, you know, or, and, and, you know, people think that it's, it's from outside, you know, I'm no longer going to go this way. No, it, it's inside. There are things that we do from within, you know, like I can see myself protect myself. Sometimes something happens and I can feel the protection inside of me coming up. You know, and I'm just like, wait, hold on, what's going on? I don't need to protect myself. I'm totally confident here. I'm, I'm, I'm happy. All is well. You know, so what, what are you hearing all of that? So it's funny because last night I was in a, in a group and talking about how I'm feeling so unattached to everything. And then today, earlier, before, right before you and I got together, actually, I was in another space and they were talking about unattachment and attachment, which is ironic. <laughs> and yeah. so now we're talking about it, but yeah, I'm dealing with that now a lot. So I was just sharing with them how it's interesting because I always associated connection with attachment. Like I, you know, in order to be connected to some some person or something, there had to be an attachment. And lately I'm feeling real unattached or detached. And I was like, oh, this is new. This is different. Because even though I'm feeling unattached and detached, I still care. So it's it's not like, you know, because people were thinking and even saying it to me, oh, well, you're so detached now. You're so like, it's a bad thing. And, and I was, and, and I was floored by that at first because I was thinking to myself, okay, well, you're saying that like I don't care or like I don't still love you or, you know, I care or I love you, but I'm just not so attached to um, the outcome of things anymore. And I didn't know both of those could exist at the same time. You know, you can be unattached and attached, but you can still care and feel connected too. So that was new for me. Yeah. Yeah, I um, I remember, I remember having the insight. This was years ago. It was because I've been single for a little bit, <laughs> and so the process of my my journey into singlehood um, was like when I first when I first became single. It was. There was a lot of sadness and it was a lot of sadness on, on the fact that I wasn't with someone on like, so it was kind of like, you're single, you're alone. And therefore it means, and there was like a series, you know, and it was pretty freaking big, you know, and, and, you know, like I could say, you know, for nine years I cried because <laughs> 
this whole, you know, this whole thing until I got the insight that all that wasn't true in that the, the, the matter of fact is I'm actually enjoying my being alone. It, I actually, it actually fills me in the sense that I need time because when there's people around, there's like a lot of thinking, right? And that right. generates thinking in me. And, and, and I'm very mental. I'm a very head oriented person. It's like, if you look at my business, it's all head. Well, when I'm around people all the time, can't hear myself no more. Right. And like, I saw that. And then I saw that there was a lot of sadness around, oh, well, I don't have any friends anymore. Like, because I couldn't, I didn't see them as much, right? Because when you're in a couple, well, you've got your couple friends, right? When you're, when you're single, they just, oh, I can't ask Jasmine, you know, she's single. And, you know, like there was this whole thing going on. And I thought that because I didn't see them, that I couldn't be connected to them. Like whenever, like if, if I hadn't seen them in six months, when I saw them, I couldn't tell them what was going on with me because I was like, well, you don't know. Well, yeah, of course they don't know. Just tell them what's going on, you know? But I had this thing this misunderstanding that I thought that okay well I in order for me to tell them what's going on with my life I have to talk to them all the time if if I don't talk to them a long time then then we're not connected anymore and therefore I can't tell them you know and then I saw that it wasn't them that were like I, I thought we weren't disconnect we weren't connected but I saw that it was me that was unplugging from the relationship. Like I had this visual of this big, you know, two friends, there was a plug, we're connected. And I was the one pulling the plug out of it. I was the, I was the one taking myself out of the, the equation. It wasn't them. When they called, they'd ask, so what's going on there? And they'd be like, ah, nothing much. It's nothing really. That's totally changed for me. Like now it doesn't matter whether I talk to you in 1990 or if I talked to you last week, it's like, what's going on? What are we talking about? You know? Right. Right. No, I totally agree with that. And Jasmine, it's cool you're sharing this because I have been exactly the same way, exactly the same way. Oh, okay. Well, I sent them this text and they didn't respond and it's been like four days. So this means this doesn't mean anything. It just means that they haven't responded in four days. Like, who cares? Yeah. You know? And um, it took me time to to get there as well and, and seeing that, okay, that, that was me. It doesn't mean anything, you know? Yeah. And then when you do connect with those people, like you said, you're just all excited. Like, yeah, let me tell you what's going on in my life. What's going on in your life? Yeah. So I totally agree with that. But what's so funny is I started to see that with other people with me, like, they would reach out to me and be upset at me and be like, well, you told me you were going to call me back last night. And I, I was like, yeah, but I got busy with the kids and da, 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 da. And they're upset at me. And then I'm wondering like, okay, well, why are you upset at me though? Because I got busy with the kids when they're thinking that it means something like, or, or them calling me, are you upset at me? And I'm like, no, why would I be upset at you? And they're like, well, I haven't heard from you. 
And then I have to think about it for a minute. And oh, they haven't heard from me. Okay. No, no, I'm not upset at you. I love you. What are you talking about? Yeah. So it's been interesting to be on both sides of that. <laughs> yeah. I've had I've I've actually had conversation with friends saying, okay, listen. Here's the thing, right? I'm busy. I might not be calling you, but you need to talk to me. I'm a call away. You just have to say, Jasmine, need to talk, and I'm bam, I'm going to be there. Like, you know, it's kind of like we, I think it's normal also. It's kind of like, it's funny because Rob and I had these conversations about rebooting the the new view because we're so used as as human beings we kind of live in we live in uh okay we i am xyz you know i i don't connect with people i'm not like that right and then we live from there but being in this conversation it's about the moment it's about the moment what am i what what do i feel now what do i feel now what do i feel now what about now what about now Right. And, and it's like, you don't have to say, yeah, but I, you know, last week or in 1974, I made up that I was going to be like this. And now it's like 2023 and you're still like that. No, actually there's a lot of change that occurred since then. You don't have to be that anymore. That's what I love about it because I would, I would be, um, I don't know what's the term in English. You know, I would get angry fast, like, because yeah. I, I just didn't know that my thinking wasn't, it, it was just thinking. That wasn't what it was. I didn't have to react to it. I could just look at it and go, oh, hmm, my intellect really doesn't like that. <laughs> you know, I, I don't have to react. <laughs> and um, and uh, I totally forgot where I was going with that. What was I saying? <laughs> Your intellect doesn't have to react with that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So it's kind of like, oh, I used to be angry. I used to get angry. Right. And then, and then I'd say bad things, you know, and then, and then I'd, I'd, I'd decide, okay, well, I'm not going to forgive that. That's it. Not forgiving it. You did this. I made up this. I didn't know I was making it up. You did this. I made it. It means this. I'm not going to talk to you anymore. And then the person would come up and I'd be like, Oh yeah, I have to be angry at this person. Oh yeah, I'm angry. You know? How many times like I'd have to remind myself that I was pissed. Right. Right. So so the true you with the situation wants it to be wants it to be done and, and let it go and fall away. But then when you're seeing that person because of how you were with them, you're like, oh yeah. I told him I was going to be angry. I need to be angry. So let me, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, like, it's just, but you know, when I was in it, it just made sense. It was just kind of like, yeah, but you can't let people step on you. They made you mad. You got to stand your ground. Right. No. And see, I, I was dealing with the opposite, Jasmine. So while you were talking about you got to stand your ground, I was you know, you know, open access, meaning, okay, whatever you like, whatever you want, I want to make you happy. I don't want you mad at me, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so people, please, people, please, people, please. Just 
you know, I, I got to make everybody happy. I can't have anybody upset, you know, whether they're upset from being stressed out, mad at me, sad, whatever it is, I got to fix it. So um, it was just constant to where I couldn't understand why I was depleted all the time. Mm. You know, and like I'm walking around empty because I've given it all away, you know? So, um, yeah, that was, that was my experience with it. There's a, there's a feeling, I don't know if it came for you, but for me, there was a feeling of being trapped. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, like it was, yeah. how can I be trapped in my own self? Like, It has, it has to be because of him, has to be because of her, has to be because of that. And doing that made me feel even more trapped. Right. Right. Trying to, um, trying to make it make sense. Oh, well, I'm tr I feel trapped because of this. I feel trapped because of that. But it's every other reason other than what you're thinking. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I have, I talk a lot, I, I talk a lot about this with people, you know, not just on the podcast. <laughs> I talk a lot about this and a lot of people are like, but you know, like we've got these conversations about, I don't know, people hurting you, you know, and then people are like, yeah, but you can't let them hurt you. That's true. I mean, you don't let people hurt you physically for sure, you know. But emotionally, I think I think there's something that can be done. It's so right. funny because I'm telling you this and I'm in my mind, I'm like, yeah, but if somebody's being, you know, emotionally abused, that's not the same. I'm having my own argument with myself about what I'm saying right now. Right. <laughs> It's just crazy. It's funny how thoughts work, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And I'm learning that um, I don't have to choose that, you know? I don't have to choose to be upset about something. I didn't know I had a choice. Because before, I'd just be upset about it, you know yeah. what I mean? Whether you're pissed, whether you're sad, whatever it is, you, you know, life is happening to me, so this is the response. So now I realize, oh, I have a choice. I don't have to be pissed over this. You know, I don't have to be sad over that. You know, it's okay. And, you know, we're human, so sometimes you may feel that for a little bit. But that's okay, too, because I didn't even like to feel those feelings. So I was always suppression, suppressing. So anger was one of those things that I didn't like to feel. Yeah, I'm the same. So, um, and and it, it made it worse. So since I never allowed myself to feel it, whenever I did feel it, oof, it, oof, it was bad. <laughs> so... Yeah. So um, I just went through life most of the time just trying to suppress, suppress, suppress and, you know, be in control. And, you know, I can't blow. I got to keep it together. And um, I realized it's okay. It's okay if I'm angry. It's okay if I'm feeling down for a while, you know, as long as I don't stay there. Yeah. And I have a choice. I don't have to stay there. Yeah, I think that I think that that was definitely a fear of mine. I was like, okay, well, if I get angry, I might stay angry, and I didn't want to stay angry. 
but yet suppressing it eventually got me into angry for sure because it was just a build up build up build up build up so i eventually got angry and then i regretted it then i went into guilt oh my god what have i done and i still do that that's a total habit like i can I can snap, but the thing that I've started to, I've started apologizing for, because before I get angry and I didn't apologize, right? Now I get angry and then I apologize for it. Or because when you're angry, you shouldn't say anything. You should just shut the hell up, right? I mean, right. I mean, I would be told, and, and a lot of people told me, oh, you always run away from things. No, no, I'm not running away, dude. I'm like, if I talk right now, I'm going to regret every single word coming out of my mouth. I just got to get out of here, wait till the dust settle, and then I'll come back, and then it'll, and I'm going to be coming from love, right? Yeah. I'm going to be coming from a space of love for me and love for you. Like, you know, love is is love. Right. It's not just, okay, I'm going to love myself and tell you you're a motherfucker. You know, (laughs) no, it was, no, I'm going to love myself. And I know for a fact that if I'm, I say something that that's mean or that's coming from that place, I regret it every single time. Not just, not once upon a time. No, every single time. Yeah. Yeah. No, I understand that. And it's interesting because I have, there's times when people have told me that I run away too, but I would be running away to avoid. Okay. Mm. So instead of running away or or getting away because I don't want to say something that, you know, I'll regret, um, I'm running away to avoid it, getting to that point period. Like, oh, okay. I feel myself getting angry. Let me just, let me go. Or if they're getting angry, oh, well, they're getting ramped up. I don't know what's going on. You know what? I'm getting out of this situation. Let me just go. And in my mind, that made sense. But what I realized was that wasn't helping me because that meant every time I was faced with anger on any level, I'm running from it. I'm avoiding it instead of allowing myself to to go through it, you know? And um, I'm glad that you're seeing that now instead of reacting whatever your thoughts are in that moment you're like well you know what i don't want to do that i don't want to say this This is coming from not a love space so you know let me let me not say what i really want to say right now (laughs) i was listening to a show the i I love watching to i love my my guilty pleasure is reality tv although rob kind of ruined it for me but (laughs) He, he, he tells me all of the backstory that it's all made up and of course it's all made up okay people but my mind enjoys it okay i'm right, just saying right. uh so i'm listening to this this thing and they're, they're 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 angry and then all of a sudden you know one says something about the family right <laughs> like yeah right. Like, oh, oh it's probably your mother and i'm just like oh come on walk away walk away <laughs> you're like you're gonna regret this inevitably i'm so sorry i said what i said because you know it's like you don't you can't think clearly you just don't see clearly anyway. no and and what's good is that you've been where that person the person you give an example of on the show but you've been where they've been so you know what they're feeling so 
when you see it in somebody, you immediately can just point to, okay, I know what, I know what that is. I'm not going to. I'm not going to go crazy on you. I can go ham on you right now, but I'm not going to do it (laughs) because I I know what that is because I've lived that. I I was going through that and you don't understand yet that you don't have to go through that. You know, that doesn't have to be your choice. That's something that I've, I've learned lately, Danielle, that I can, I can see things in other people. I like when it shows up, I can see it. And I, it's not like I'm making it up. I just, I literally know. I'm like, oh, this is what's going on right now for them. And then I, I, I can see it and I can point it. And I, I realize that the only reason I can see it and I can point to it, it's because I've seen it in myself. Right. The, that's the only reason. Otherwise, I'll never know what it is. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's amazing when you can be outside of yourself and see that. But what's even more amazing I love is that I've been able to see that not just in others, but with me too. So, you know, there's times where I might be angry about something, but before where I would just sit in that, it's like, oh, wait a minute. Is that really true? Now I ask myself all the time, Jasmine, with everything. Yeah. Okay. But is that true though? Is that really true? you know, and kind of sit with it for a minute. I love it. Before it was all true. Okay. So Danielle, I'm going to, I'm going to pick at you. Okay. Right. Cause you're okay. a people pleaser, right? So you're, you're a recovering people pleaser. Right. <laughs> okay. And so what is the thing that you're seeing? Like, what is, where's your, your challenge right now? Like that you're encountering because of that habit of you trying to please like, where has been your biggest challenge? For me, my biggest challenge was creating boundaries. Mm. You know, I've been, I was people pleasing ever since I was a kid. So when you're going through all your life doing that, um, I lacked boundaries, you know, yeah. and knowing what I wanted for me and myself. And once I started putting those boundaries in place for me, you know, once I figured out what those were, um, being okay with people's reactions to it because I knew it wasn't going to be easy for people because they've been used to me being this way over here all my life. And now Danielle has boundaries and they're just, they were just like at first, like, you know, where's nice Danielle? Where's, you know, what's going on with you? And you what's know, your problem, you're di- man? right. You're different. Or, or why are you acting this way with me? Or, you know, and I had to explain to people, over and over. And at first it was funny, Jasmine, because I wanted to instantly take offense to it. Like, well, why are you acting like this with me? I, I finally have some boundaries. I'm, I'm getting healthy. This is what I'm supposed to do. What's wrong with you? Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. then I had to think about it for a minute. Like, oh, they're not used to this, Danielle. They, they have to adjust to this. So I had to let them know, okay, well, yeah, I have these boundaries in place, but that doesn't mean that I'm upset at you or you know, we're not friends anymore, or I don't love you, or, you know, it just means that I have to have boundaries for me in order to respect who I am. You know, it's just part of self-love. And for people that have never had a problem with boundaries, they couldn't, at first, they couldn't comprehend it. They didn't understand that, you know? And they associated me with people-pleasing as, well, you're nice, sweet Danielle. Like you've always been this way. This is what you're supposed to do, you know? And 
it was like, I can be nice and sweet Danielle, but you know, I can still respect who I am at the same time. Mm, That's beautiful. And what is the, and what is the most beautiful thing that you've seen? Ooh. (laughs) I know that just came to me. It just popped into my brain. (laughs) That's a very loaded question. Very loaded. Um, Okay. Well, just one of them doesn't have to be the, um, let's see. So, um, I would have to say freedom mm. for me, freedom. Um, I ha- I've had a lot of trauma in my past and I held on to that trauma a lot and couldn't see past it. Um, thought that because I was functioning in my life, you know, that I was okay. Like, oh, I'm, I'm still going to work. I'm still taking care of my kid. I'm, I'm okay. But really I wasn't okay. And it was just like a weight. And I just assumed, okay, this is just what life is supposed to be for the rest of my life. And look, at, at least I was looking at it like, well, at least I can, I can get up, I can go to work. I can take care of myself. I can take care of my child. Some people can't do that going through trauma. So if this is the best that it is, I need to be grateful for it. I need to be happy with it. I didn't think life could continue to get better with that weight being lifted off of me. And the freedom that I've received to know that, no, this isn't it, Danielle. You know, dream it, dare it, do it. <laughs> this, this isn't it. You know, that like, you're just getting started. Life, life can be so much better, you know? And once I knew that and that weight was lifted off, yeah, I feel like I can fly now. Love it. That's gorgeous. I've seen, you know, like you, you said that you had a lot of trauma in, in your life. One of the things that I saw for myself is that I had trauma in my life. And I qualified it as not trauma. I was like, hey, listen, people are going to war and they're dying and they're getting their limbs cut off. And there was like this whole, this, I had this whole story of what trauma should be and what I was going through was not it. Right. Well, that's not true because that's my trauma, Right. And the moment that I recognized it, I was actually able to release it and start seeing something else, you know, and start seeing, oh, wait, actually, it was. And okay, it's okay now. I'm okay. I don't have to keep it alive, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it's amazing how we go and we shrink what our experience has been with trauma. Cause I was doing the same thing. Yeah. Well, like, like, like I said, okay, well, I've been through this, but I'm, I'm functioning and doing better than this person who's been through this. So, you know, they're, what they've gone through is, is worse. And my trauma is not that bad. So I don't need to complain about it or I don't need, you know, yeah. and it shouldn't be like that. Like you said, when you're, when you're getting past your trauma, it's not a comparison, you know? Yeah. Um, it's your journey. 
and what that looks like for you, you know, going through healing. And one thing that you just said also is like, it's, it's not even about complaining, you know, like if anybody's going through something right now, it's not about complaining. It's about getting it out of your head, getting it out of yourself. Just speak, let it go. You, you have to let it go. Don't keep it in because that's, that's right. how you get the freedom. Right. And I'm, I'm going through what I've gone through with being coached by Rob. Yeah. Um, it made me realize how important it is to have a safe space yeah. to heal. I, I went through a lot of things and I just, I didn't have that safe space. Whether, whether it was therapy, whether it was talking with friends, everybody meant well, you know, um, yeah. but it wasn't that safe space where I could really be okay, where I would really feel like I was okay. Yeah. If if um, if if anybody's listening, that's wondering what a safe space is, or actually, that's not true. The people who need a safe space know what a safe space is. If you're someone that wants to give a safe space to somebody else, I'm just gonna say, listen, and don't say anything. Just listen and be there, and just get them don't have to add your thinking to it. You don't have to fix them. You don't have to correct them. You don't have to do any of that. Just let them hear it for themselves, you know. That's my my that's my two two cents. What about you? What would you tell somebody? Let's say somebody wants to be a safe space. What would you suggest to them? Oh, definitely listening. You were spot on with that one. I was yeah. like, yes. <laughs> and and listening isn't always what we think it is. I've learned that, you know. Um, I thought I was a really good listener. When I thought of listening, it was hearing what somebody said, you know, getting all cerebral with it, processing it, and then letting them know that I heard what they said or if they wanted my opinion or whatever it was. And then I realized that that's not what real deep listening is. And I was like, oh, I'm a sucky listener. All this time I'm thinking I'm great. Popping my collar. Oh, I'm a great listener. Everybody tells me that. And then I'm, I'm realizing, no, that's not what listening is. And um, just what Jasmine said, just be a good listener. Just sit and be present with them. You know, that's the most important thing that you can do. Sit and be present. Wow, very cool. Danielle, guess what? Yeah. We've done it. It's done. I think we even busted our 30 minutes. I didn't really <laughs> look at the time, but I'm pretty sure we busted. I <laughs> well, had a great time, Jasmine. Same here. Same here. We had a beautiful feeling. Yes. A beautiful feeling. So is there any place, like let's say somebody wants to talk to you. Let's say okay. somebody's had like was like, oh, I like her. I want to talk to her. How do they do that? They can reach me at Danielle D A N I E L L E dot Danielle Hogan at gmail dot com. Okay, so Danielle and, 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 if, and if they prefer Facebook, they can hit me up on Facebook too under my name, Danielle Hogan. Okay, great. 
I'm going to uh, put your Facebook link in the description so that way they can, if they want to reach out to you, they'll just reach out to you there. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Thank you for accepting my invitation. It was fun. And it was. I hope that you have a fantastic rest of the day. You too. And anytime, Jasmine. You know I love you anytime. And I look forward to singing with you on Saturday. Very cool. <laughs> Everybody else, I'm going to say I hope that you had good feelings and that you dream it, dare it, do it, live the life that you want. And I'll see you next week. Bye, everybody.